Welcome to Simple Talk, Simple Truth with your host, Renee Maimon. Good evening, folks. We're here on the East Coast in the United States, and welcome all those that are listening. Hopefully, you were prompted by the title in this, and it's Parents. This is for the parents to encourage those who may not have gotten it right. I just feel compelled to tell you that you have not messed up to the point where God cannot restore. Okay, let's just go right into prayer with this. Lord, I ask that you help me to bring this across and by the power of the Holy Spirit to go directly into the wounded areas of the heart where there may be guilt or a sense of failure, where maybe they just look at their mistakes and, and, and they're drowning out the mistakes with drugs or liquor and they just can't face themselves Whatever the case may be, I pray that you would bring healing to the hearts of the parents that maybe at their time in their life, that's all they knew. They could not overpower maybe betrayals or hatred toward the children's father who may have abandoned them or abused them. Whatever the case may be, even other childhood abuses that carried over and they can't face themselves and they just can't get it right and now they're self-sabotaging. I just want to bring this forth, this word, the way you want it to be said so that the work of the Holy Spirit can be made manifest in these areas of brokenness in Jesus' name. Folks, I feel this is just so on his heart and that he there is a willingness here that he wants to bring across in your heart, in your mind, in your emotions. And you may have thought that you have gone too far in things that you've said to your kids, behaviors, um, whatever those things that had occurred, it is not too far where the Lord can't fix that. I just want you to have some kind of peace of mind just knowing that, that it has not been to the extreme where he cannot fix this. And I pray, Lord, I just want to interject more prayer that, Lord, you help that wounded heart to forgive themselves, that self-punishment, Lord, is not of you. Help them, God, to know that it may have not been right, but where they were in their emotions at the time, that's what dictated the situations. You know, folks, I don't think anybody 
willfully tries to educate themselves on how to screw up and do the wrong things and say the wrong things or purposefully, you know, except for a moment of anger, you know, study up on how to destroy a person's personhood. You know, oftentimes we're a product of upbringing or we have made choices in our lives with who we settled with that didn't quite turn out the way we would have hoped. And there could be lingering resentments of the child's other parent and indirectly um, a resentment and an anger or whatever of those of negativities could have fell upon that child. And now the child, you're watching the child reap the side effects and it's next to impossible to face what some of these things have done. And now you're in a whirlwind, not knowing how to fix that child, maybe now an adult child, and how to resolve it within yourself. This takes a master hand who's willing to intercede on your behalf. This is a marvelous work he's wanting to do. I just want to share with you that he understands the human heart that gets wounded. You know, let me just interject something here, just as a little teaching. You know, when God said, when you visit those in prison, you visit me. That's a very bizarre statement. In our world, we justify what has taken place with those in prison. It's justified. We don't go any further than that. Sometimes even when certain ministers head over to that area, you know, they're a seat above that person because that person erred and that's why they're behind bars. You know, you know, the truth of it is, folks, each and every one of us are in um, a place of worse judgment when you think about it. You know, God, what did he say? Our goodness is as filthy rags. That's why you can never be saved on your own goodness. All, it says, have sinned and fallen short, every one. But let's go back to the statement that he makes. And after years of prayer, and I guess I've known him now almost 40 years in my life, you, over time, begin to learn the heart of God. And uh, prior to that, we don't know. We see him as some mastermind in the sky that uh, has got a baseball bat sometimes. And whenever you do wrong, you know, you have to do right. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, it's, it's a different mindset. But then over time, we get to learn <clears throat> what his true character is. And so... You know, I had a youth gang ministry for a little while, and these were the tough ones. And um, 
But I have to tell you, sometimes the real tougher ones are showing a lot of skin based on a tender heart that had been either abused or trampled on, you know, all meaning the same thing. Abandonment, no father. Um, And so when he makes that statement, I believe there's a lot more to it than the judgment call. You know, he sort of puts that, you, you give a cup of cold water to a child, you've done that for me. You know, visiting the sick, we're doing it for God. Um, the underdog, you know, we can see God's face in that because he's always out to raise up and bring significance to those in this world that the Lord, that the world sort of steps on. He's with the widows. He's with the fatherless. Uh, you know, we know his character that way. But those that have um, had cases, you know, serving time, whatever, you know, gotten caught, maybe repetitive things, you learn that a lot of them have had bruised hearts, have big hearts that have been bruised. And a lot of these people acting out in the flesh. Of course, God doesn't want to see things get to that degree where people self-destruct. But what I'm saying is, is that in this message, God wants to reach out to those who are imprisoned on the inside. You don't have to be behind bars to be imprisoned. You know, he wants you to stop sabotaging, self-sabotaging yourself over some mistakes you might have made, you know, um, where the hurt and the pain so much has just caused just a backlash of verbal things to strike at the ones we love the most. And, you know, I want to, you know, it's very recent, quick testimony of a gentleman. I told him I was going to talk about him, that I wasn't going to give him, say his name or whatever, but um, he's a part of uh, putting together the videos and that kind of thing. And he was sharing being raised up by a father who was an alcoholic and he had heard some of the worst things being told to him for a long, long time that can strike at the person on the inside. And, you know, the infamous words of the, on the red, basically, never being able to amount to anything, um, or you're just a loser, or you're whatever these words are. Can they, they can tarnish and scar a human soul. But let's get on to the positive side, because that's what I want to focus on. You know, he had shared a teacher, and I believe that teacher had the 
unction of the Holy Spirit that began telling him things opposite. And he began to heal on the inside. And his line of work of what he does is beyond what he thought he would be able to do, maintaining even his own company. And I watched his face light up when he spoke about this teacher. It brought life into his soul. And so this is something that the Lord is trying to bring across here, that his life, he is the giver of life. He is life in itself. And he knows how to raise the dead, something that has died, something that may have died off in a person. I mean, all the way up to, we could go to Lazarus. He's known for bringing life out of dead situations, something that's died off. And so he's not looking to beat you over the head and say, oh, this is what you did. This is what you said. This, you know, we already know, yes, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. We know that. We know that. So the teaching is there to help all of us come out from under the negative way of doing things. But in this specific session, I want to focus on something that the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in your family. And just like that teacher was able to bring life, God wants to bring you life. God wants to heal you. And in turn, his words will then be heard coming out of your mouth, reaching those that may have been affected. You know, the latter rain will be greater than the former rain. God sometimes saves his best for last because he also likes to get the credit. So even though things were done or things were said, it's not finished. It's not over until he says it's over. All these things he's trying to let you know, he's willing and able and wanting to let you know that this is where he's wanting to zero in on to bring restoration. He can do it. And you don't have to beat yourself up anymore. What good is that going to do? You're only self-sabotaging from it. You're sorry for what you've done. He knows you're sorry for what you've done. I'm sure even the child knows you're sorry for what you've done. But it's not doing anything, any good for you or anybody else by self-sabotaging. You don't have to self-sabotage anymore. Life is short. And you can gain back what you lost or gain back what was affected or inflicted, it could come back and even greater. The latter rain can be better than the former rain. 
the words afterwards, God can ignite to be more powerful, the good words, than the bad words that were spoken. The good actions God can cause to become more powerful than the former bad actions. It's amazing if you just bring him in to the situation. But first and foremost, you have to take a step back and stop beating yourself up for what happened. That's where you were at the time. And like I said, it may not have been right. You know, I've seen it before where mothers were just so angry at the abandonment of the child's father for a variety of reasons. And for some reason, they see the father in the child and they're striking at the child, not meaning to strike at the child, but strike at the father, the resemblance in that child. And in doing so, they began to scar the child. Okay. God sees what happened. He sees maybe the, your, your own abuse that you have may, may have gone through as a child from your parents being inflicted from an early age and then becoming the inflictor again. And yet deep down in your heart, that's the farthest thing you ever wanted to do. But you find yourself or have found yourself in similar behaviors. Okay, God understands the human heart. He understands the human mind. He understands the frailty and how weak we really are as as humanity as a whole. That's why we can't even change ourselves without the power of the Holy Spirit. It wouldn't last. We wouldn't, it wouldn't last if we tried. But again, in this particular segment, this is directed to parents who may have messed up. And there's a lot of parents that have. I haven't gotten it all right. You know, I don't know really anybody who has. There's definitely some out there that have done pretty good. But I think for the most part, many haven't. And so first and foremost is God wants you to go to him, talk to him. He's not going to beat you down. I think he wants you to forgive yourself. And if you can't, ask him to help you forgive yourself so you don't have to replay what you did over and over and over in your mind. You don't have to drown it away with alcohol anymore. You don't have to do the drugs to escape that anymore. You can safely remove the Band-Aid that's just covering the root of why you're doing what you're doing. That's the self-sabotaging part. And you can also self-sabotage in other ways. It doesn't have to be alcohol or drugs. You know, you don't have to self-sabotage anymore. He understands where you were and you're far from alone, maybe with the things you've said or done. You're far from alone. I think God just wants to get in there and redirect this thing 
for all of you, for all of your family members in, in your immediate household, maybe, or, you know, with whomever. So the greater, the greater good will be better than the bad that occurred. He, he's awesome when he comes in like that and does what he does. I don't know if this would be a good enough illustration, but when the two magicians in the Old Testament had thrown down their rod, Moses had first thrown down his, God told him, throw down your rod, turned into a serpent. Well, the magicians laughed and they said, oh, really? And they threw down their rods and their rods turned into serpents. But then Moses' serpent ate the other two. The greater, the end result, in other words, will be where God brings in his hand into the situation. And it will be a greater good. It will have, it will hold more weight and be a greater outcome, a better outcome than what took place in the former years of what had happened. Okay. I just want to leave it at that. I felt led to bring across this message to you. And I just want to now pray real quick. Um, Heavenly Father, I lift up the hearts of everyone who was able to hear this message. And I pray, Lord, that even now you prepare the hearts of their children for what's coming. I pray that you give these people the quietness to be able to forgive themselves, maybe even hug themselves and tell themselves it's okay. It's okay. It can be fixed because when you step in, you do the extraordinary. Thank you, Lord, that they no longer have to self-sabotage over the mistakes, things that they've said or done, and that even right at this moment can be a pivot, a new direction in their life. I just thank you, Lord. And I ask you, Father God, to protect this word in them. Let every seed fall on good ground. We pray over each and every individual that the hearer will hear the word and that it will not be put to the side, laid to the side. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for watering this word. I thank you, Lord, for your protection over this word. And I thank you, Father God, for life and for fresh life that you bring to something that may have appeared to go dormant or even dead in the situation. So we thank you, Father God, for everything that you're going to do. Surprise them, Lord. Surprise them. I pray, Lord, that you would put a smile of relief on their heart where they just sense some kind of relief that you're not coming in to judge or to point, but to heal because that's where your heart is. You want to come in and help fix. I pray, Lord, that your eyes could be, that their eyes can be open to your true character and not maybe, not a false ideology of something that religion may have taught them but that they would see your heart for the way it really is. In Jesus' name, we pray. God bless you all. We'll talk again.